Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Stress to the Nines. It's so good to see you on this Tuesday, May the 25th, almost to June. Who could believe it? We're continuing our journey through the book of Revelation today. The seventh seal has been opened. Yesterday, that seal was met with 30 minutes of silence. I'm glad somebody had their stopwatch going during that so that we would know how long it lasted. But nonetheless, silence was the response, but it is silent no more in heaven as we get to verses 2 through 5 of chapter 8 of the book of Revelation. So let's go ahead and read through this, and then we will discuss it. So these are verses 2 through 5 of chapter 8 of the book of Revelation. Let's listen for God's word to us today. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel with a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given a great quantity of incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar that is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So we talked yesterday about how there weren't any fires or earthquakes or anything during that silent period, but now there are. Uh, This is not John trying to explain why thunderstorms happen or why earthquakes occur. This is simply him naming God's response to the suffering of God's people on the earth. But that's not what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about worship. All of us, I think, over the past 14 to 15 months have recognized the role that worship plays in our lives as we were missing the traditions and routines of coming to worship. So worship is something of a concoction. It's a recipe. It's a cocktail of many things that make it for us as humans a meaningful time in our weeks and in our lives. And we see that even in heaven in this passage, there is an idea of all of these elements coming together to form worship. You have the angel with his censer of incense. You have that mixing with the prayers of the saints and then rising before the throne of God at the altar. You have an architecture, a structure for your worship. You have the presence of the angel before the throne of God representing all of us, the creatures, the creations of God. Then you have the prayers of the saints on earth rising up into heaven and mixing with these things before they reach God's throne and God's presence. When we worship on a Sunday morning, think of all the things that go into that for you. The people you sit next to in the pews, the people whose fellowship you enjoy and whose faith inspires you, the music that you hear and sing along with, the word which is proclaimed, even the architecture and structure of the space. All of these elements come together to create the experience of worship to create a time that feels different during the course of our week than the rest of it. Worship is more than just doing things on our own or being by ourselves. Worship is communal. Worship is participatory. 
and worship we are told here in Revelation here on earth blends with the worship that is happening in heaven. So it's important that we understand that worship is a significant act for us as followers of Jesus and for people who seek to grow in our faith. Over and over again in Revelation, we will get images of heavenly worship mingled with images of God's justice and God's wrath. God's justice, of course, is what was so desperately coveted by those who were suffering persecution in the times when this was written. So we'll touch on that as it is appropriate, but we will continue to come back to this theme of the significance, power, and foundational aspects of worship in our lives. All right. Good morning, Cheryl. It's good to see you. Let's pray. Holy God, we pray that you would be with us this day. Help us to remember powerfully in our minds those moments of profound worship that we have had. Help us to feel those experiences anew and make those memories alive for us. Help us over the week ahead to worship you, to seek you, and to love you fully. We ask for your strength, your guidance, your humility, and your grace in our lives today. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for today. A couple notes of housekeeping. Uh, I will not be doing a Stress to the Nines Friday or Monday. I'm taking a little break. So you'll be on your own for about four days in the mornings. Tasha will be uh, providing some content for you, though, on Friday and Monday nights. Also, just a reminder, please do check out the church's podcast, the One Prez Pod, which has special content from the life of the church. And then this pod, Stress to the Nines, if you just want to listen to the daily devotions, they are all there for you, anywhere you can find your podcasts. Okay, that's it. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace.